guys and girls and everybody. This is Lissa Mandel from the Bitch Seat Podcast. As some of you may know, we are a part of the Atlantic Transmission Network, which is a network that puts out all kinds of great podcasts. A great way to support our show and our sister shows is to visit theatlantictransmission.com and click on the Amazon link at the top of the homepage. It's all the same great Amazon stuff at the same great price, but we get a small piece for sending you there. So if you want to keep shows like The Bitch Seat going, keep us happy, then, uh, you know, throw in your pennies. You don't even have to pay anything extra. Hey, campers. Rise and shine. It's literally 23 degrees outside. Well, we're right. Well, I guess we're talking to you from the past or the future. Yes. So this is January 22nd, but we are recording it earlier through the magic of time and space. And uh, it's snowing out. Well, it might be snowing on January 22nd. It might be. We're going to be in the middle. Honestly, if you're listening on January 22nd, we're somewhere in the middle of the country, uh, maybe in Texas. Yep. In the midst of our drive west. I've got my Trumper sticker on and uh, my, my Make America Great Again hat. So uncomfortable and, with uh, that. I, it's, if I feel like I'm disguising myself as a stormtrooper. No, get, I understand. To, to go through, through, to, to, to go through the, the dangerous territory. Yep. Um, which, by the way, now I think we have some listeners who live in some red states. Very cool people who live in some red states. So if you have... Uh, Pointers for us on how to not stick out like a sore thumb. I mean, aside from having New Jersey plates. <laughs> aside from having New Jersey plates looking, and both looking extremely ethnic. Yeah. Do you have any suggestions? <laughs> <laughs> um, but Please. anyway, we are. Uh, so, yes. So January 22nd, we're on the road. But currently we're recording prior to that. Yes. It's, and it's like the first major snowfall in New York. And it's very magical. Yeah. And you know what also is magical? That you're listening. Thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you for this listening. This got very NPR in here. And you know... You, I'm going to start, I'm going to do this at the top. If you aren't following us on Twitter, follow us at, at the underscore bitch underscore seat. And, uh, you know, always. And, yeah. You can follow me on Instagram at a flock of sandwiches. You can follow me at Phil Casal. Uh, you can also, you know, go oh. to our. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. You can go to our website, the bitch True. But also, um, Producer Kent has um, created a beautiful new Facebook page for us uh, for the Bitch Seat podcast, which is called, uh, I think you search the B Seat. Um, you can search the Bitch Seat, but it's slash. No, because there's still a community page up there. Yeah. Oh, so we're trying to move all of our followers from this the Bitch Seat community page to the B Seat uh, yeah. uh, podcast thing. It's been good, though. It's been good, though. And, you know, also... Look for some Atlantic Transmission podcasts, also the Atlantic Transmission uh, Network. Look at you with the business. Uh, yeah, we got yeah, business up front, then party in the back. No, you're right. You're absolutely right, because we don't know who listens through this. Maybe exactly. they stop after 35 minutes, and they're like, I've had enough. I don't know what I'm listening to. I just, I heard, I heard an 80s song, and now they're just talking. Where are they? Uh, yeah, I can't uh, believe I've become morning radio. I used to hate morning radio. We're not we're not playing kazoos and stuff and pranking Toys R Us for Tickle Me Elmos. No, That's, but you would totally do that. That I would be kind of fun. That. I would do that, but only ironically. That's the only because that's I listened to like Z Morning Zoo in the first half <laughs> of 1996 when I was still trying to fit in when I was still an alien trying to assimilate to like Earthlings in middle school. I still feel like an alien trying to assimilate. Yeah, me too. Um. Yes. So, 
Business, business, business. Business, business, So business. when we are about to be in LA, um, we're going to continue to record podcasts out there weekly. And uh, we actually have a live show scheduled out there uh, at um, Nerd Melt, the Nerdist showroom at Meltdown Comics on Sunset on, I believe, March 24th. So uh, mark your calendars and come out and see that. Um, and today on the show, we have a guest who is uh, I've known for quite a while, but she's actually kind of a mystery to me in a lot of ways, which is why it's really exciting. Yes. Um, her, her name is Elkie Reed, and she's an improviser who is just killing it every time she's in a scene. She just kills the scene uh, in a good way. And not. <laughs> she just kills the scene. Just... I mean, every time I see her, the scene's dead. No, but she, I feel like she improvises in the way that I have always wanted to improvise, which really fearlessly? is. Fearlessly? Fearlessly and authentically and fun so much fun um so but anyway so we'll have elki on in a moment and she's we're going to be doing a a video share which you've never done before but um before that um a diary entry all right and what uh date is this from uh this is from june 6th 1996 all right well you know what do you want to know the top five songs of june 1996 yeah please all right uh Number five is Because You Loved Me by Celine Dion. Oh, no. That was my graduation slow dance. <laughs> the graduation slow dance, the only Wait, song I danced. Wait, you had a graduation slow dance? For sixth grade, because we graduated sixth grade and went to, went to middle school. Oh, you had a dance for sixth grade graduation? Yeah, because we got promoted into the middle school. So we had a dance. I was wearing a Charlie Sheen bowling shirt. But back in the day, it was just a bowling shirt. Charlie Sheen hadn't bastardized it. Uh and yeah, anyway, you can still claim that as your own. You can bring true, it back. True, true. Uh, number four uh, is One Sweet Day by Mariah Carey. Oh, God, these are all just so oh, wait. heavy. Oh, wait. It gets better. Uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Crossroads. <gasps> yes, I, I love, love that, that song. song. <laughs> <laughs> and then, wait. Uh, number two. Killing Me Softly by the Fugees. Loved it. I know exactly. This puts me exactly yep. in a place. But wait. The last, the number one is the Macarena. Are you serious? The Macarena <laughs> yeah, is better like than the Fuji's? Constructing a really nice, like, cake and then putting a... Poop on top. Poop. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful um, R&B layer cake with poop on top. Yep, yep. And the number one grossing movie of that summer was Independence Day. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> so, but also we had Twister, Jerry Maguire, The Birdcage, Train Spotting, Matilda, Emma, The Craft, uh, Harriet the Spy, and Nutty Professor. This was that was a fucking stacked year. It feels like a very like light and fluffy kind of year. Light and fluffy. Well, there was there was Back Train when, Spotting. So, well, well, yes, that's the one thing. But it was mostly others. about things that are like wacky enemies yeah. from other places, not. America. And it was just as America was discovering the internet, too. So this was, like, really the, one of the last few times we were going to get a lot of light fluff. We were There was still more fluff to come, and there always is fluff to come. But this is before, like, we were slotted into accepting the fluff. Yeah, because every the internet happened, and everybody was like, oh, there's stuff out there, and they started waking up. Yeah. So you can't, you can't sell me on Jerry Maguire anymore. Nope. I'm going to offend a lot of people who like that movie. But yeah. I saw right through it. I'm so sorry. That's I was right. a really cynical 85-year-old woman in seventh grade, and I rolled my eyes at I it. I mean, show me the money. Show me the podcast subscriptions. <laughs> Am I right? Oh, God. Get <laughs> You're done. Okay. All right. So <clears throat> this is from June 1st, 1996. Uh, it is from Satin 2. Okay, it's Saturday. 
Dear Satin, too. Well, here we are again. I can hear the summer already singing its hymns of flowers and oceans in my ears. Three more weeks of grade seven. But where did it all go? It was fast, as fast as light, and again another year slipped through my fingers like grains of sand on a beach. It was a bumpy road, but drove above the, what? But I, it was a bumpy road, but I drove above the speed limit. I hit the rocks and ditches hard, but it looks like another stretch of summer sunset is already facing me eye to eye. The end of the year will be sadder than I thought it would be a few weeks ago. On my trip to Riverside, by the way, Riverside was a amusement park, was an amusement park in uh, Connecticut that no longer exists, RIP. Well, let me start from the beginning. Since the start of the year, keynotes, which was the small uh, choir I was in, girls ensemble, Concordia, jazz band, and woodwind ensemble were planning a trip at the end of the year to be adjudicated in Massachusetts and afterward to go to Riverside. Well, when May finally rolled around, we found out what buses we were assigned to. I found out that I was on, oh no, the Concordia bus. The girls' ensemble had been split up and half of us had to go on the bus, on that dreaded bus number three. I sat with Carissa. Maybe this won't be such a bad trip after all, I thought, looking around at the nifty bus and all the cute guys on it. This one guy sitting in front of me, Mike Thomas, looked, well, kind of cute. As the trip proceeded, I began to like him more and more. And I still like him now. Think of it, an eighth grader. And when the year is over, he's going to high school, and I won't see him until my freshman year. So I'm going to tell him I like him before the end of the year. And I like him a lot. I hardly ever see him. So when I do, even if only for a split second, it gives me this wonderful chill, and my good mood holds out till the end of the day. And then some. Yes, I've been in a good mood since the Riverside trip on Friday, May 7th, 1996. That was the day after my last entry. So, what do you think? Bus number three turned out to be a good omen, not a bad one. I'll write again soon. Pleasant summer dreams. Love, LMM. What's the Concordia bus? Like, what's the deal with that? Has <laughs> history of being a delinquent bus? No, no. So Concordia was the name of the um, orchestra, I believe. The special Ooh. orchestra. And I, none of those people were my friends. I didn't know them. So oh, it was not, so ex- I don't know why it was dreaded. It wasn't dreaded. They just weren't my friends. But so, so you didn't know the names of who you could pine for in there. Exactly. But I found one immediately. <laughs> Good. Um, never, never count out Lisa Mandel. She will find. I a- couldn't. No, I, I literally could not be in any room. When I was in a room, it was like, who can I have a crush on while I'm in this room? Because I was so I think I, I was so bored because I was too. My mind was thinking too fast and I'm not. I didn't have to focus so much on the schoolwork because I got it. Like the schoolwork was easy. So I'm like, well, how else can I occupy Just pin myself? Just your emotional energy on exactly. somebody. I needed, so unsuspecting yeah, team boy. I didn't, I had zero conversations with Mike Thomas for the entire, whatever year and a half that I had a crush on him, but it didn't matter. It was just like, I was for somebody who claimed to be so deep all the time in these journals. I was real shallow I when see, it came to this. I want to see a board of all of your, a tree of your crushes. From like fourth grade. Oh man, onwards. dude! Like that's a life. That's a legacy project. But I want to see it because it's it's just great. I, I should I should make a timeline because many of them overlapped, yeah. you know. But also, it would be, you know, starting in elementary school, I would have a dream that a random guy would be in, and then I would wake up and just be totally in love with that guy, regardless of who he was in real life as a person. It was just the projection of that guy that I you know, created. 
but it nothing ever panned out because I was just pining from afar. Well, you you created an image of a guy, and you've also created an image in your head of our guest. And we're going to find out the true article when we present <laughs> our guest. I didn't create an image in our head of our guest. She's a, yeah, she's a real person. I've actually had conversations with her. There, therefore, I know her even better I'm than ninety-five percent of it. Trying. Okay, all right, I got you. I got you. Comedy hashtag comedy. Okay, so hashtag our guest, actors life. Our, hashtag actors life. After. Afters life. After life. Hashtag afterlife. Okay. Our guest today is an amazing improviser uh, that we've met through the People's Improv Theater where we came up. And uh, she uh, is otherwise a mystery to me, and I can't wait to learn more about her. Her name is Elkie Reed. All right. So, so she's centering. She's coming down the, the, the locker. Oh, she's so, totally. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say she, she she's in the locker room. And she's like throwing, she's like picking up soccer balls and like throwing them raucously at anybody's head that she can find. This is a great music video. And she doesn't give a fuck. She's wearing an undershirt and she's jamming out to her giant can headphones. Can headphones. You know what I'm talking about. The big ones. Hey, Alki. Hello. (laughs) So abusive. No, you're not. You're just energetic. Balls in people's heads. (laughs) Yeah, well, they gotta think fast. They gotta think fast. Yeah. That's what you gotta do. We gotta do it. Well, hello. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Thanks for having me. So, do you find, Elkie, that um, other people also say that about you, that you're like a mystery? Do you keep, you, I feel like you keep your cards pretty close to the vest. I do. Like, um, even at the People's Improv Theater at the Pit, like, I, I really, um, I just have uh, myself... I just come in. I, I, it's hard to explain. I just come in. I don't. I don't think anybody really knows me well. <laughs> but you, you do that on purpose, no? Um, I'm just a, a private person. Mm-hmm. I'm just. I, I just don't like people knowing too much about my business unless I tell them. Fair <laughs> enough. That's fair. You know? Well, um, thanks for coming on the show where you're going to talk all about your business. Right. <laughs> oh no! Uh, it's a community where everybody, every bit of business uh, in someone's life is a bit. And oh, a comedy a, theater? Yeah. Yes, That's pretty much. Uh, it makes you kind of, it, it, you stand out as, as somebody who's very much more about the work than it is about like, well, we're chums. We, you know, we are chums. We are friends. You know, we're all friends, but it's, it's more what you leave it out, out on stage. Right. It's more, uh, which is cool. Well, that's where I learned the most about you. Well, yeah. tell me, so did you grow up in Miami or you just have family there now? No, Miami. you grew up here. No, you were I, in Miami recently. My mother lives in Miami now. But you didn't grow up there. I did not. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's okay. So I was born in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Um, before I was one years old, my mother remarried and we moved to California. And we were living in Lancaster until mm-hmm. I was four. Mm-hmm. And then she got divorced from him. And then it was just me and my mom living in North Hollywood until I was 15. Do you know that we're about to live in North Hollywood? Oh, you are? Yeah. Well, North Hollywood now and then is probably different. Too a little different. Little different, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was considered Mexican, um, of course, because, you know, any Spanish out there in California is Mexican. And what are you actually? I'm Panamanian. Oh, very cool. Nice. Yeah. Do you know what that is? Yeah, you of know, course I, I do. Right hey, listen. The canal, right? No, uh, no, it's, yeah, it's the canal. <laughs> <laughs> the canal's in Panama, yeah. He said, by the Panama. I think you might be the first Panamanian I've ever met. Oh, really? That's very cool. Oh, so anyway, right. continue. So mm-hmm. you're, you're in California until you're four. 
No, no, no. Till I'm 15. And then um, uh, because my grandfather owned uh, two houses out here in um, New York Mm -hmm. and one of them, uh, my mother was going to take over. So we came and moved out here when I was 15. Um, And the the video that you're going to show is uh, Mm -hmm. the year uh, my last year in um, in uh, California. I made this um, movie. But um, so I lived here until I was 15. I mean, I mean, from 15 and then after um, after high school, I went to college and then I went into the Navy. What? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff you're finding out Whoa, about me. Oh, that's so badass. What? How old were you when you went to the Navy? I 22, was 22, 23. And um, I'm sorry, I know this is not really childhood related, but this is blowing my mind for a second mm-hmm. right now. Um, what did you do in the Navy? I was an operations specialist. Um, you know, the people in the, the, um, the cat, um, like in the, I, I forget the terms now. It's that's funny. right. I wouldn't understand the terms <laughs> it's, either. It's been like almost 20 years. Um, I'm, th- I'm going to be 38 next year. That's insane. You lo- Listen, <laughs> you can't see her face right now, but she looks like she's about 22 years old. Well, thank you. Yes. Um, I still get carded. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we worked the radars in mm-hmm. in combat and mm-hmm. we, we would plot ship's course and give recommendations to the captain on where we should go. That is awesome. Yeah. So, so you're in the Navy for a while and then mm-hmm. you stop when, when is it that you come back here to New York? Uh, at O2. Okay. Okay. So I come back in O2 and I'm like, oh fuck. Cause, um, college, um, I went to old dominion. Mm-hmm. I did that for two years. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, uh, I got so many student loans. How am I going to repay them? I saw a poster up to $10,000 in loan repayment. If you join the Navy, mm-hmm. That didn't happen, but <laughs> I joined. I, my recruiter screwed me. So, um, uh, but the Navy was also in Virginia, down the street from Old Dominion. I thought I'd be able to go to school while I, and that right, didn't yeah. happen. Right. So I ended up living out in Virginia for five years um, after high school. So I come back. I'm 23. I'm like, uh, all right. Uh, I, because I, I, after high school, you know, you you I, I left everybody. So I yeah. came back and I'm like, I went through my high school yearbook. I'm like, because, you know, people put keep in touch. They put their phone numbers. Right. So I called some people. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, nice. I'm so glad that's you the first used time that. that actually happened. I know. <laughs> I was like, because, you know, Facebook wasn't around. Right. I mean, really. When did no, like, it's 05. Oh, oh, five, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this is 02. So I'm like. So it's old school. Yeah. And then, yeah. So then I even reconnected with a. Uh, um, uh, uh, um, my first like best friend in high school. Um, she only went for a year, and I mean we're still in contact today. Like I'm um, her son's godson now, so it's like. Oh. Now you got out of the navy and you came back right around nine eleven. Were you? I side note. Yeah. Um. Do you guys remember the bombing? Um. In Yemen, there was a, a bombing of a ship in in a naval ship in Yemen. Yes. Um. <laughs> I was on a a ship that was going to be decommissioned and um, it was my last year on that ship. And that ship, um, we were on the same six month cruise as that ship. Oh, my God. Overseas. We were um, we were about to head. You you guys know your geography, right? The Sinai Peninsula, Uh because we were um, in the Mediterranean and we were about to cross the Sinai Uh Peninsula to get to the Red Sea to go Uh down to Yemen. So they were, they hit the port before us. They got bombed. It was the USS Cole. They got bombed. 
Um, so they were like, all right, uh, forget about going to Yemen. Go hit up 15 more ports in Italy. So I've, I'm sick of Italy. I've seen Italy <laughs> You've so seen it much. all. So, yeah, because we were supposed to, that, that was a different leg of the wow. tour. We were supposed to hit up Yemen, uh, Israel, you know, Jerusalem, you know, all of those so good places. that feel, I mean, did that feel like a... Did you have like a near death sort of experience reaction to that? Like, oh, that could have been me. Did it suddenly change your view of your life? You know, it's weird because I, I was just like, oh man, I was it was it, it was a little selfish because I was bummed I didn't get to go to you know I wanted to go to Jerusalem. I really did. <laughs> yeah, but that could have been you yeah. and that bummed. True, boat. but I, honestly, at the time, I I'm thinking back, I I didn't even think about it like that because um, what's funny is like uh, when we got back from our six month cruise, um, our ship was being like I said going to be decommissioned, mm-hmm. and the USS Cole came back. And they went to Mississippi to get rebuilt. Half of the crew, because 13 people died. Oh, my it, God. It happened during the um, during lunch hour when they were in line for <gasps> for um, lunch. So the me- the people in the mess line were the people they got bombed because <sighs> that's where they bombed it. So um, they let a lot of people um, leave the service because, you know, it's like, oh, I can't uh, I can't hang it. I just got killed. Uh, somebody I know just got killed in front of me. So they, lot of, but a lot of people still stayed. So they were rebuilding the ship. And guess where I got assigned after my ship got decommissioned? The coal. The USS Cole. Yes. Gosh. Yikes. So yeah, I was on the USS Cole, <sighs> and I was in um, while they were in Mississippi rebuilding. I had to I had to go to school to learn the ship. Because every ship you need to go to right. school for it. So while I'm in school learning the ship, 9-11 happens. Isn't that weird? And that's when you were like, <laughs> okay, I think I'm done with this. It's weird. And it was it was so weird. And that's that that incident really got me because I was in Virginia at the time.